All right, glad you're with us. Thank you, Scott Shannon. And just 63 days until you become the ultimate jury. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. All right, we've got news breaking out all over the place. Madness everywhere. It is what it is. It's, you know, before an election, that's what happens. The madness gets ratcheted up. The panic is set in. Democrats are in a full-fledged panic uh, in every regard. You can see it, hear it, feel it. You know, and by the way, this is like, I'm not even going to spend much time. We will probably check in with John Solomon. We're told that he just got the documents. Uh, but, uh, you know, he, you know, he just put out an article today, the state department to release memos. I think he just got them detailing illegal, illegal social media monitoring of Americans memos to be released now released under the freedom of information act show an effort to monitor the social media Fox news personalities, Hannity Ingram Dobbs, as well as President Trump's son, Donald Jr. It also includes John Solomon. It also includes Tom Fitton. It also includes Rudy Giuliani and other private citizens or other people in the press like myself. Yes, I'm a member of the press, whether they like it or not. We're the whole newspaper. They say they're objective. We don't claim such, but we do straight news, investigative reporting, opinion, and sports and everything else. They say they're fair and balanced. I'm, not, I'm up front. I'm a conservative. Judicial Watch, by the way, just released this. Their headline is Judicial Watch. State Department records show U.S. Embassy in Ukraine monitored Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram, Donald Trump Jr., Rudy Giuliani, journalists and other U.S. citizens in violation of federal law. Wow. By the way, Linda, what would we call that? A typical day around here now at this point. It's unbelievable. You know, I don't talk a lot of affairs. It's every single day. It's either the mob and the media wants to just come out with outright lies about me. You know, and I'll tell you, look, it's not hard and it's not just me. I want to be very clear here. It's everybody on the list and anybody that's not liked by either the deep state, those that abuse power and corrupt. They they don't particularly like us. And as Chuck Schumer famously warned Uh, You go after uh, the intelligence community or those high ranking members or, you know, people in the DOJ, they'll get you six ways in Sunday. Well, we've seen a lot has happened. I don't talk about it because I don't think this program's not really about or supposed to be about me. But because of what we do and what we report, I then therefore become a target. And it's gone on now for many, many years in ways that I, if I began to explain it to you, I don't think you'd buy it. I mean, they're spending literally hundreds of millions of dollars over the years to monitor every word, every phrase, every sentence, every comma, every period any prominent conservative in this country utters in the hopes of, you know, getting that one thing that they can then use as, you know, to bludgeon you to boycott you all in an effort to silence you and get rid of you. You know, so this is basically par for the course. We've been told many times that uh, illegal activities against yours truly have happened. I mean, it's resulted in, I don't have control of my social media accounts. Haven't in forever. I don't have email. I haven't in forever. Um, and it just is just a general state of affairs. You know, I guess it wasn't the most pleasant thing, you know, having 45 pages of, Andrew Weissman's pit bull staff, considering I guess he was in charge of the Mueller witch hunt 
asking questions about yours truly. That's all in the public domain. Did I talk a lot about it? No, but it happened. Uh, then, of course, uh, we have, on top of that, my personal private text messages just released. I thought we believed in privacy. There's no, nobody in the media that's ever said, you know what? What you're doing to Hannity, is, you can do to us, and uh, we don't want it done to us, and it shouldn't be done to anybody that's a member of the media, uh, whether I agree with them or don't agree with them. No, not a single person. And you wonder why I call them a mob and I say that we're in an information crisis. It is uh, now it's only going to get worse. You know, I don't really give a flying you know what. I don't care, Linda, true or not. I don't care. You know, it does suck that I have to explain some of this crap to my kids. The best part is, is I've never brought my kids into my my world. I they, they stay out of it. I don't go home and I'm not talking about politics. They're, if anything, they're annoyed. They're asking me about it all the time. Well, Dad, what's happening here? What's this? What's this? And I'm like, all right, you want to know? You're asking. I'll tell you. But that's not, you know, that's not the nature of our relationship. What were you going to say? No, I mean, what you're saying is very true. And you, unfortunately, your kids are of an age now where they can read it on their own. But it's just this has become our new normal. I'm not. And by the way, I'm not crying poverty here. But there's a reason you hear that I have all these attorneys. Oh, yeah, we've got attorneys. We've got the best attorneys and uh, stay tuned on some things. There's some there's some stuff going on that's very interesting that we're that really need to be done. And uh, this has been now a long enough bill. There's only so much of this crap I'm going to take. And frankly, others. But, you know, I'm not Nicholas Sandman. Nicholas Sandman's a private citizen. Nicholas Sandman's going to be a billionaire. He just is because what they did to him, if you're a public figure, you know, the bar, Times v. Sullivan, which I still think is bad law in so many different ways, ill-conceived and designed, uh, you just, pretty much they can say anything they want about you. But you know what? That standard seems to be changing, and we're paying very close attention. There's a, the Sarah Palin uh, case is going forward against the New York Times. A lot of things are beginning to change, but the day and time, for example, I love what Great Britain has, loser pays. You want to sue somebody and you lose, you pay for their, you pay the cost of what it took for them to defend themselves. Why not? You know, tort reform in Texas has gone a long way to helping, you know, the law in Texas. There's certain things we can do. But anyway, I don't want to make it about me. Uh, I'll ask, well, John Solomon will join us later. But, you know, it's just, to be honest, it's like an average day in my life at this point. And it's not just me. It's Mark. It's Rush. It's all the people whose names I mentioned. It's, it, it just is a normal day. But, you know, I wouldn't do this to them. Period. End of Never support it either. That's the sad part. Uh, they've Look at what they've done to this country. Look at the lying and dishonesty that has gone on for the entire time since Donald Trump's come down an escalator. And really the hatred and contempt... It's not just for Trump or those that publicly support him that have, you know, a big enough, you know, microphone that it actually means something. What we say, at least in their minds, I guess if I was all that powerful, Barack Obama and Joe never would have been elected. In other words, we wouldn't have had 13 million more Americans on food stamps and 8 million more in poverty. Uh, Anyway, a lot of news to get to, Uh, by the way, in Portland, uh, Biden uh, supporting uh, anarchists. They seem to like the liberals more, don't they? Uh, tried to burn down an occupied building. 
You know, why do I say it's a preview of coming attractions? Well, the police become the enemy and, of course, will reallocate funds. And Kamala Harris is out there. You know, she's the one that supported defunding the LAPD. And she said Sunday that more emphasis needs to be placed on accountability and consequences for officers. What about the 30 officers killed this year? Do we ever think about them? Do we ever think how have why did Joe and Barack allow the carnage for eight years to go on and offer no assistance, no solutions for Chicago, Obama's hometown? You know, reforming the police, reimagining the police. What? what, We're going to send in social workers unarmed to deal with, you know, violent criminals or crazy people, because that's what she's talking about. You know, it's about giving the Department of Justice Subpoena power to investigate systemic police misconduct, she is saying. Conditioning federal funds for police departments on adoption of her new standards. Uh, What does that mean? Uh, You can't use non-lethal force? Now, you got to get rid of the the people that are bad cops, the 1%. It's like, I I think 99% of FBI guys are heroes. I think 99% of the guys in the intelligence community that put their ass on the line for us every day are heroes, too. These are not, you know, these are not easy jobs. By the way, Joe needed a break. Gave a 24-minute speech in Pittsburgh yesterday. He's so exhausted, he decided to take the day off in his basement bunker. And he wouldn't take a single question. He's taken less than 50 questions since March. It's pathetic. The mob, of course, they're complicit. Emerson College shows that uh, President Trump's lead, uh, President Trump leading Biden in two key categories of voters, statistical tie with voters overall, uh, and the only a two point gap at this point, 49, 47 voters planning to vote early in person are breaking for Trump. And those that plan to vote in person on Election Day are really going for Trump. Now, the latest talking point conspiracy theory is Donald Trump will win big on election day, but when all the other votes get counted, it really will be Biden. Okay, good luck with that. There was a huge expose in the New York Post uh, with Democrat, uh, literally, confessions of voter fraud. I was a master at fixing mail-in ballots. Wow, top Democrat operative gone on the record and now saying voter fraud, especially mail-in ballots, is, you know, fraud is no myth. And he knows because he's been doing it on a grand scale for decades. And he goes into chapter and he goes into verse exactly how we do it. An election that is swayed by 500 votes, 1,000 votes, it can make all the difference. It could be enough to flip states. The whistleblower's identity, by the way, they should be brought to Washington. Long history of working as a consultant of various campaigns. Oh, and by he monitor, by the way, mentored at least 20 operatives in New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, which is, of course, a critical a swing state and New Jersey and other states. Uh, the president, by the way, uh, according to the Hill Harris poll, uh, has now seen a tripling of his support among minority voters, more specifically African-American voters. Uh, remember, back in 2016, he got eight percent of the African-American vote. Right now, he's at 24 percent. That is not an outlier. That John Zogby was two and a half percent greater at 20 percent. You have uh, one, for example, a a key voting block has moved moved into the Biden camp after, you know, we now see people returning to Donald Trump on the issue of law and order. 
suburban voters after four days of law and order messaging from the Republican Party. Biden had a 14-point lead. Now it's down to six. And I would say even Michael Moore, I know a lot of things about Michael Moore. I've debated him. I've interviewed him. It's been a total shift show with this guy. It's just ridiculous. But he's not stupid. And one thing that he's saying, Democrats better wake up because Trump is gaining on Biden. And this is on the candidate, not Russia. He's getting it. Uh, Emerson's poll, Trump gets a post-convention bump among uh, African-Americans. Theirs as well. Uh, The president's approval rating is the highest point ever, according to YouGov and their poll that is out. New Jersey, by the way, is becoming the most hated state. More people now might be leaving New Jersey than even New York and California at this point. Now, why do you think that is? It's not hard to predict, right? Well, let me tell you what the article says. Zero hedge. They have a new tax on millionaires, a 22.5% gas tax hike. I mean, that's uh, that's insane. And by the way, the total increase in four years, 250%. Now a tax on high-frequency trading. It's become obvious that the Democratic leadership, they're pushing people out. They're leaving New York. Over 500,000 alone estimated to have left New York City. Unbelievable. And as we roll along, 800-941-SEAN, toll-free telephone number. Yeah, why are they leaving New York? Shocker. You know, it is, there's a part of this that is so sad, but it's a defining moment. This is why I say it's live free or die. The stated policies of Biden, Kamala Harris, uh, AOC, you know, pledging trillions for the new Green Deal. My plan goes beyond that. You know, he just outright lies about fracking. He just lies. We have what he said yesterday and we have what he said during the campaign. Let's play him back to back. I am not banning fracking. Let me say that again. I am not banning fracking. No more, no new fracking. Any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, we would would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated and no more subsidies for either one of those. Okay, yeah, excuse me. You're banning fracking, and so does Kamala supports it. And you sign the stupid... Bernie a Biden manifesto, and we've gone over that in in detail on this program and, and on Hannity on the TV show. So you got the polls now tightening. You got the the unrest in liberal cities. They're late to the game. Don Lemon's, oh, no, they, this is bad. All this rioting and all this violence that we've denied is happening. And the Democrats denied is happening. And Gerald Nadler said is a myth and and Biden, not a word of support. We have 30 dead officers, thousands injured, you know, and the police become the enemy. And Kamala, a great job, Mayor Garcetti, for defunding the LAPD and defunding the New York police. They've been run by liberal Democrats for decades. So what do I say? It's a preview of coming attractions. Not only that, the mob won't talk about it. Everybody I know talks about it. Everywhere I go, people ask me about it. People don't think Joe Biden has the mental strength, acuity, alertness, and and stamina to do this job. At a 40% discount, Amazon.com, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program? The president's chances of securing a second term are surging in the betting markets. By the way, I trust those polls the most. Let me tell you why. When it comes to money and people risking money, that matters. Anyway... 
Uh, they real clear uh, politics average, blah, 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 blah. You know, nobody knows. I don't care what anybody says. I, I have my intellectual way of examining this the, and, and analyzing after, you know, 33 years, this has been my life on radio, 25 years of Fox. And I can analyze it to death and I can think myself, you know, into an insane asylum if I really had had the capacity for that. I just don't. But think about it logically. Did Donald Trump, has he lost any voters from 2016? I don't think many, if any, at all. I don't. If anything, I would say after the horrific, despicable, repulsive treatment he has received over four years, Don, and, and of course, when they talk about Trump or any conservative that's prominent, they really hate you, we, the people. Because we're the, we're the smelly Walmart choppers that support Trump. We're the irredeemable deplorables, the 15%, as uh, Biden says. The, the people that cling to God, our Constitution, our Second Amendment rights, our God, and our religion. Those are the ones. They, they hate us you know, for daring to want to be better people. Everybody misunderstands the God part. What is the, what is the Christian part? What does it mean? It says, oh, yeah, I suck. I need help. Uh, I want to be a better person. And I'm striving to be a better person. Oh, what a horrible thing. I mean, people's perception of, of people that are religious, you know, they, they just they want to be their better self. It's, and they're admitting they're not. That's the whole point. Um, and it's amazing how people, and I guess some people, you know, they, they create these images of uh, people, uh, you know, you got the, the bad preachers, you got the bad this, you got the bad that. There's nobody's, you know, but they seem to relish in it as though it's a bad thing that people want to and desire to be better. Um, which is to me, you know, what does the word repentance mean? All right, you want to change your heart. You want to be a better person. And that's all it is. Um, anyway, even Piers Morgan saying tone deaf Democrats are headed for another election disaster, a disaster if they don't stand up to the violence on the streets. Um, it, uh, Piers, I, I love you, but that ship has sailed. They didn't do it. This, this phony last minute 63 day conversion is just the same crap. 50 years of lying. What is what has Joe Biden ever done to make the lives of the American people better? Why didn't he speak out early and often? Why didn't Kamala speak out early and often? Why didn't they speak out on Corona? Why didn't they speak out on the violence and the rioting and the looting and the vandalism and the arson? And they not only they just sat there in denial and told us that it wasn't happening. The mob and the media also. You know, it's um, it's sad. And I'd like to know where the money's coming from behind some of these groups at some point. And I know that the attorney general has been looking into that and uh, moving forward with with his investigation. Uh, but, you know, now they're actually pre-partying in parking lots before their big shows of destruction. Mike Tobin at Fox News is reporting, you know, you've got literally the president is in Kenosha right now and he's holding a, a a joint presser with with people on you know how to stop the violence now he was able to stop it he was able to end it Kenosha police say outside agitators have been accounting for the most of the arrests uh that have taken place in that city 
Scott Walker was right, saying the president absolutely should visit Kenosha, uh, despite the governor, Democratic Governor Evers' uh, objections. What did Governor Evers do? He at least, I got to give him some credit, they were smart enough to at least bring in the National Guard because they were able to restore order as a result, unlike Portland, unlike uh, Seattle, unlike Chicago, unlike New York, unlike Los Angeles and other cities. The Kenosha mayor said the National Guard has been extremely helpful. And he said that on fake news CNN. Instead, they've been extremely helpful in keeping order in the city. Well, that's the first job of anybody in government. And that's why it matters that, in fact, that, you know, why is this always happening in these these cities and states run by liberal Democrats for decades? That's why I say it's a preview of coming attractions and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's America. You know, so the president is like, okay, if you let me send in the guard, you have to ask for it. You have to ask for it. Now, the president also said, look, after he saw what happened to Rand Paul, it was on this program yesterday after he witnessed what happened elsewhere with other people as they were leaving the South Lawn of the White House on the final night of the RNC convention and and people literally being confronted by these angry anarchists on the streets. Uh, he said he's actually had to think about invoking the Insurrection Act of 1807. He's been trying desperately not to do so, but he's been begging these big city mayors and governors to allow him to go in and help them restore order. He goes to protect federal buildings in Portland, and, you, you know, you would think he did the worst thing in the world. But they were going to burn these buildings down. They've been trying to burn these buildings down. It's just pathetic. You know, and then you got the fake news sycophants on fake news CNN and MSDNC. Oh, Trump can't win on his record. He has to instigate conflict. The same fake news CNN that was denying it was happening. I showed this video last night. Literally, you know, the place up in flames. It's mostly been a peaceful protest, a few for, except for a few isolated incidents. President rightly said in his interview with, with Laura Ingram, I, I do not want my supporters confronting the protesters. I would give you the same advice. Protect yourself, protect your family, let professional law enforcement do their job. But unfortunately, in a lot of these liberal cities, they can't do that either. You know, the president, uh, you know, is being clear. Now, now Biden, who's been, you know, hiding in the basement bunker, you know, just like, what was it, three months and two days after? Yeah, maybe the travel ban was a good idea. Uh, okay, hundreds of thousands of other Americans would have contracted the virus and how many thousands of Americans would have died if this idiot was president. And yet you get lectures from Democrats, at least acknowledge it's the worst pandemic in 100 years. You know, you have a, a fatal shooting of an African-American in L.A. by sheriff's duties out there, sparking more protests and questions out there. And I urge people in these cases, you know, to let our justice system work. It's do its job. We have to be a nation of laws. You know, one of the problems is everybody, including Biden and Obama, they rushed to judgment in Ferguson. How was it that we were one of the few programs that actually called that right from the beginning? Because I actually did investigative work and I'm actually made contacts and I made phone calls and there were people in Ferguson in high places of power that were telling me there are eyewitnesses that ha will corroborate 
Officer Darren Wilson's claims, African-Americans, many of them in the community that were eyewitnesses to the events of that day. And all that they create this expectation of a certain outcome and verdict. Remember, hands up, don't shoot. Never happened. Nobody. Oh, well, it doesn't mean he's a bad guy just because he went in and bullied this poor owner of a or manager of a, a convenience store. I mean, you can't even work in a convenience store without risking losing your life. You're not getting paid a fortune in working at a convenience store. It's it's been pretty unbelievable. You know, the times we're living in here, you know, it's um, and it's all preventable. You know, now progressives are then that now they want uh, Mayor Ted Wheeler out and the police chief out after the deadly shooting that occurred in the city over this past weekend. What, we have 10 more dead, what, 60 shot in in Chicago this past weekend. Portland police declaring a riot after the protesters marched on Mayor Wheeler's residence, burning uh, debris thrown into the mayor's building. He lives, I guess, in a residential condo tower of some kind. Oregon sheriffs, well, they were they just outright rejected Governor Kate Brown's request to staff the Pro- Portland protest. That's what the National Guard is for. Good for them. Uh, I think it's Clackamas County Sheriff Craig Roberts is his name. He said the governor never approached him about before unveiling her plan to mobilize other local law enforcement agencies. And he flat out said that um, he's not participants and he's not going to send staff. And then he went on to say, had the governor discussed the plan with my office, I would have told her it's about changing policy, not about adding resources. He said, yeah, in other words, you got to let the police use the the non-lethal uh, training that they've had, which is pepper spray and dispersing crowds with tear gas. When they finally do that, then it finally works. It's not it's not brain surgery here. He said if she asked, he would have told her. He said that Portland's newly elected D.A. had dismissed charges against hundreds of protesters arrested for nonviolent crimes. In other words, just like New York, no bail laws. So in other words, police, they arrest these guys one night and they have to arrest them again later in the same evening or the next day. So they're arrested night after night, only to be released by the court, not charged with a crime by the D.A. What's the point of putting law enforcement in harm's way? By the way, NYPD adding new guidelines for disciplining officers. There's no cop in New York City that's going to ever want to do their job. Probably they normally turn left where the trouble is. Oopsie daisy, they're going to start turning right and doing U-turns and getting the hell out of there because they know they're not going to be supported. Comrade de Blasio, like New Jersey, calls that, you know, he's going to tax the wealthy even more. The rich are fleeing New York City. And let me tell you, New York State as well, just like New Jersey, Illinois and California. And just don't take your liberal policies wherever you go. D.C. mayor is pleading with the U.S. attorney to ramp up prosecutions of violent protesters. I mean, there's no bail madness. That's part of Bernie and Joe Biden's manifesto. You know, almost five million first time gun owners since January in this country. I have people asking me every day, Hannity, you you I've known that you've been, uh, you know, you've been using a firearm since you trained in the use of a firearm since you're a kid. What's your advice? What everyone they always ask the wrong question, by the way. What gun do you think I should get? What do you think? An AR or this? I'm like, okay, slow down. You know, most people 
First, I would say I have non-lethal weapons that are perfectly legal that I have bought first. That's my first option. My first option is not to kill anybody if somebody, God forbid, broke into my house. Uh, probably the best thing that any family would have is a shotgun. But before you get any gun, you go down to a range and you take a lesson. One thing I can tell you about gun owners and gun professionals is they are more than eager to teach you gun safety. Learn the safety and use and storage of your firearm before you buy it. They'll teach you. And it won't cost you a lot of money. Just take a class. Sometimes you take a class, it costs next to nothing if you buy the gun at that particular place. You know, it's, uh, it's not, that's my advice. A gun is not a toy. But if you want to get one for, to, to defend yourself, learn, learn the safety of firearms first. You know, um, Tom Cotton is back to bill to halt unemployment benefits to the rioters. I mean, you know, look at this. In Portland, you have a 650% increase in murders. Seattle, you know, the first eight months total almost surpassing all of 2019, just like New York City. All these Democratic-run cities and states, you know, the murder rate in New York, a 277% increase in one month alone in New York City. These cities are disintegrating before our very eyes. And, and they're letting it happen. I mean, it's sad to watch this, you know, and, you know, and Kamala and Joe, they're late to the game. They're not even in this. Do I look like a radical socialist with a soft spot for rioters? Well, what are you, Joe? Because you're the most radical candidate ever of a mainstream party in the country's history. You know, lying that the president didn't condemn violence. That's another lie, just like he said. Oh, I won't ban fracking. You did say you were going to ban fracking. You know, Trump is uh, allies challenged Biden. You know, it's all talk from Biden. It's 50 years of talk. He's not banning fracking, but he was banning fracking. That's all he's done is talk about it. You know, look at this on Chicago. Chicago gangs have formed a pact to execute cops who draw weapons on suspects. Portland police finally use smoke grenades and pepper balls. Oh, gee, it's working. Um, you had a man bashed in the back of the head with bricks falling face first on the sidewalk. That's all on video. We'll show you tonight. A 66-year-old viciously beaten with a bottle in a random attack caught on New York City surveillance. We'll show you that tonight. The National Guard has been helpful, Kenosha Mayor says. Ken Buck is calling for congressional hearings. Who's funding a lot of these radical groups moving from city to city? Progressives demanding Portland's mayor and police chief resign. I love that one. Weekend gun violence pushed Philadelphia to over 300 homicides so far in 2020. More killings this year than all of 2016, 15, 14, and 13 combined. You know, over, what, nearly 60 shot in Chicago, 10 killed in Chicago this weekend. Five dead in New York City this weekend. 30 cops dead so far this year. And, and thousands injured. How's that liberal, these liberal policies and the police become the enemy working? Civil with a political party that wants to destroy what you stand for, what you care about. That's why I believe if we are fortunate enough to win back the House and or the Senate, that's when civility can start again. If you had to be stuck in an elevator with either President Trump, Mike Pence, or Jeff Sessions, who would it be? <laughs> Does one of us have to come out alive? <laughs> yes, I'm angry. 
Yes, I am outraged. Yes, I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? I, I, I want to clarify, I'm not an actor. I lie for a living. If you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. Donald Trump is a guy who... You understand he hurts you, and you and my testosterone sometimes makes me want to uh, uh, feel like punching him, and uh, which would be bad for this elderly, out of shape man that he is. If yeah. I did that, for when he was elected, what I wrote on Twitter was, "We should impose martial law till we make sure that the Russians weren't involved." in the final tallies of the vote. And people were like, martial law, what's wrong with you? You're a lunatic. You're well, he wants to send the military to the border, so. I want to send the military to the White House to get him. <laughs> you know, I had a dream the other night about that I was playing golf with Donald Trump and I was standing beside him with a club in my hand and I was, you know, considering my options when I suddenly woke up. You know, it was one of those dreams where you want to just get back to sleep so you can finish it. You know? Put Mr. Burgess up against uh, Sean Hannity. He'll tear him up. I need you to go out and talk to your friends and talk to your neighbors. I want you to talk to them whether they're independent or whether they are Republican. I want you to argue with them and get in their faces. Press always asks me, don't I wish I were debating him? No, I wish you were in high school. I could take him behind the gym. That's what I wish. What we've got to do is fight in Congress, fight in the courts, fight in the streets. Ordinary people who simply saw what needed to be done and came together and supported those ideals who have made the difference. They've marched, they've bled. Yes, some of them have died. This is hard. Every good thing is. We have done this before, we can do this again. As far as I'm concerned, the Tea Party can go straight to hell. In fact, the only thing your mouth is good for is being Vladimir Putin's holster. <laughs> oh, Ivanka is gonna be our saving grace, you know, when he's about to nuke finland or something she's gonna walk into the bedroom and you know yeah daddy daddy don't do it daddy he's a punk he's a dog he's a pig he's a con a bull artist a mutt he's an idiot he talks how he wants to punch people in the face well i'd like to punch him in the face trump it's no longer down with trump it's and in that orderly and formal way and lawful way, we need to overthrow the government of the United States under Donald Trump. But Michelle Wood says that, you know, when they go low, we go up. No. no. When they go low, we kick them. That's what this new Democratic Party is about. Oh, when they go low, uh, we go high. Yeah, right. No, we're going to kick them when they're down. Uh, have we forgotten the crazy, insane, nutty vitriol of the left? I don't think so. We haven't on this program and the mob and the media. Same thing. Anyway, here to uh, weigh in on all of this. I mean, I keep going through. I won't go through all the statistics and numbers and and issues involving violence around the country uh, that, you know, first, of course, the mob and the media and the Democrats all but ignore. Act like it's not happening. There's such blatant, I've never seen such hypocrisy. Obstruction matters, but not Hillary's subpoenaed emails. Russia matters, but not Hillary's bought and paid for dirty Russian dossier with Russian disinformation. 
Uh, quid pro quos matter, but not Joe Biden quid and proing a, a billion taxpayer dollars. You got six hours to uh, to get rid of the prosecutor investigating my zero experience son paid millions. Uh, so all the talk about coronavirus. They were against the travel ban, the subsequent travel bans, the quarantine and did nothing because they were too busy trying to impeach Donald Trump over the Ukrainian hoax. There's, uh, you know, using the, the dirty dossier to spy on a presidential candidate, transition team and president. Now with violence, it's oh, it's not happening. A hundred days it's still not happening. What you see is a myth. It's not true. Defund the police. I mean, it goes on and on from there. Police become the enemy. Unbelievable madness. The one thing these cities all have in common, liberal Democrats have run them for decades. Leo Terrell, civil rights attorney, talk show host at the Leo Terrell Twitter. Sergeant Demetric Penny is with us, 20-year vet of Dallas Police Force, president of the Dallas, uh, Texas National Fallen Officers Foundation. Now he's running for the uh, 30th Congressional District in Texas. Welcome both of you back to the program. Uh, you got violence. You got mayhem. You've had first denial. Then there was reluctant resistance, which is so mysterious to me, Leo Terrell, to acknowledge it. But then they acknowledge it and then they blame Trump, who was able to stop it in Minneapolis, stop it in D.C., stop it in Kenosha, because finally the people wisened up and they called in the National Guard, which people have to do and they're not doing in all these other liberal cities. You know, Sean, if you listen to all the, if everyone listened to the entire montage of what you played about how the Democrats who are crying, screaming about Donald Trump, you would expect this guy to have been drummed out of office. They can't do it. And he would have absolutely zero chance of winning this election. Sean, the Democrats are afraid right now, notwithstanding everything you played. Could you imagine he was impeached by these guys? And he's going to win this election. And I'll tell you right now, the American public gets it. They know the Democrats are lying. And I'll tell you right now, the biggest lie, when you look at everything that's going on, you forgot, you forgot one other aspect, and you played a major part in this. When you kept strolling the names of all those kids who were killed in Chicago and all those Democratic cities. I did that the during public, Biden and Obama's term, Leo. I know, I know, but in Chicago, when it happened to the black-on-black crime, when you look at what was going on, and we were talking about those kids who were killed, the people who were killed, it, it, during this year, this year, I'm referring to the American public gets the idea that all this chaos in all these Democratic cities, everything is going on right now, they know that the Democrats are at fault. They know the key to this, surviving this American institution right now, is to keep Donald Trump in office. And that's why they're trying to lie now that Trump is responsible. What that Portland mayor did a couple of days ago when he held that ridiculous conference, he was talking to himself because Antifa and Black Lives Matter, they hate him, and the city doesn't get along with him, and he's trying to blame Trump. And they welcomed him with a bonfire last night. The bottom line is Donald Trump is going to win this election and the Democrats are going to be out again complaining for another four years. Sergeant, your take on all of this. You're absolutely right. You're, no, you, 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 you find very few opportunities to, to agree with Leo Terrell. Now, that, that's my man. <laughs> but look, the bottom line is, look, this, this is, that is right. I mean, we... Look, I just saw a poll not too long ago where eight in ten Americans say that we're we're divided as a nation. You're right. When you got 
you got the, these these liberals on the left that are using this radicalized ideology to divide us as a nation. Of course, we're going to be. Of course, that's going to be the, the the news header every time you turn on the news. They're going to continue to talk about that. And look at what's happening in Portland. I think if if anyone has a a, a complaint about anything that happens in Portland, it should be the residents that live there. These people are being run out of their own city by a mob. A mob. I mean, you, of course, you're going to have shootings in the streets. You're going to have people being attacked. Business owners can't operate under that another type of pressure. And our law enforcement officers can't even do their job. So, so Sean, we got to come up with a solution. We got to get back in control over the system that has that has been turned upside down. But let me tell you something. Listen, Sergeant, 63 days before an election, only because, as Don Lemon says, well, the, the, the polls are now, this is this this lack of uh, safety and security and law and order is showing up in the polls and focus groups. Oh, so let's 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 have an election year conversion. And all of a sudden we're going to act like we didn't say all of those things about defunding the police and praising as Kamala did the LAPD cuts uh, or Joe saying police become the enemy. And of course, he'd reallocate funds away from police. Absolutely. Look at the impact. We uh, we just saw a 50 percent increase in in, in crime in, in New York. You're there in New York. Look at what's happening. You know, these, these officers, can't, they can't contend with any of that. Nobody can. There's, there's not enough police officers. There's not enough resources available to deal with the levels of crime that are happening in these cities. And at a certain point, the United States as a whole is going to have to wake up. We're not going to be manipulated. Come election time, look, after the election is over, everything is going to go back to normal. It's all being stoked by the, by the uh, Democrat Party, right? That's the reality. But the bottom line is, until we come up with a way to deal with the narrative, these negative narratives that are sowing division in this country, until we effectively do that, we're going to deal with the same type of vitriol every cycle. Every election cycle, you're going to continue to deal with this over and over again. And it's unfortunate because the people are going to be the ones that suffer. Yeah. Leo, you know, I got to tell you, this is not a party that is protecting people. And, I, I, you know, but with all the talk about the polls and, you know, look at the Emerson poll, you know, Trump is now uh, edging into the lead over Joe Biden. Uh, we saw the same thing. We see his poll numbers with African-Americans two and a half times uh, what he had in terms of African-American vote in 2016. If those poll holds, uh, he has tripled his African-American support post-convention. I'm uh, just looking at a bunch of different polls. Uh, the more recent one, the Hill-Harris poll, shows 24% of registered black voters in the survey said they approve of Donald Trump's job as president. He only won 8% of the black vote in 2016, Leo. That is an earthquake, seismic shift Sean, in polling. Sean, Sean uh, uh, just for the record, you know I'm black. And I'll tell you right now, I didn't single-handedly, I didn't single-handedly lead the charge from the. Democratic I don't look party. at you as you know what I, you're my brother. But, but that's but all I look. That, hey, Dimitrik, right? I, he doesn't I, want I, to admit I, that we're brothers. I mean, he can't go well, that far brother, with Leo 2.0. My, my point is this, Sean. You, I thought you were my brother. I don't. I'm not looking at that. We're all brothers. I'm talking about those numbers you're mentioning. See, listen, people don't get it. Black. Men and black women are voting for Trump. Sean, that RNC convention was real and sincere, and it drove the Democrats crazy when they brought oh, up the MSDNC. Com- uh, host was saying it was a minstrel show, Leo. Oh, I, oh you, I was furious this weekend, and those pe- they were upset. That was their way to show their anger because those were heartwarming stories, and Americans. 
saw it and they believed it. And what's happening? That Democratic plantation has been destroyed because Trump's going to get big right. numbers. He's I got a break. Numbers. One glorious nation under God, one united people. That's what we should be. That's what we can be. That's a, that's becoming the more perfect union. And jobs, by the way, and record low job, uh, record low unemployment that President Trump set. Uh, Barack and Joe never did it. All right, as we continue, Leo Terrell, Sergeant Dimitrik uh, Penny is with us. Uh, we were just talking about all these poll numbers that now show uh, a threefold increase in terms of African-American support for the president. Uh, I look at it as I don't think it's any one thing, Leo. And this is what we were, I didn't mean to cut you off. I look at it as, okay, more money for the longest commitment, longest period of time for historically black colleges, criminal justice reform, police reform, uh, record low after record low unemployment, opportunity zones. And you know what? Words are cheap, Leo. You know, Joe Biden's been throwing out words and promises for 50 years, but he can't escape the past of supporting the guy that filibustered the Civil Rights Act of 64 was against the Voting Rights Act and the guy that... Joe Biden partnered with to stop integration of our schools because he didn't want his kids going into schools that were racial jungles. Well, well, Sean, you just pointed out all the accomplishments of the president in three and a half short years. Joe Biden put black people in jail in 1994 with a crime bill. Kamala Harris ignored federal court orders and kept blacks in and used them as cheap labor in prison. These two individuals are anti-black when it comes to progress and legislation. Donald Trump don't talk. He does the walk and he completes it. And I'll tell you, those stories about Alice Johnson at that press conference at the RNC, what Herschel Walker said, those that press that RNC convention destroyed the myth that the Republican Party is anti-black. The Republican Party is pro-black. The Republican Party is simply pro-America, and that's why. Trump is going to win. He's getting a record. And Leo, and Leo, I can, I can, I can hear you. I'll tell you what, we got you guys on the other side. All right, stay right there. And what we're also going to do, we'll let uh, Sergeant uh, Penny respond when we get back, and then we'll uh, let you call in your calls, comments, questions for Leo and Sergeant Dimitri Penny. 800-941-SEAN is our number. Don't forget, live free or die. America, the world on the brink, 40% off Amazon.com. Bookstores everywhere, Costco's, Walmart's, Target's, Books a Million, Barnes and Noble, and all that uh, good discounts right now, which is great, uh, because this is the information you need to share with friends and family before they vote. All coming up, 800-941-SEAN, straight ahead as we continue. I live free or die, America, the world on the brink, and it's just 63 days till you are the ultimate jury. 40% off if you haven't gotten your copy, Amazon.com, it's at bookstores everywhere. Uh, I want to go and I want you to listen specifically to a Black Lives Matter, you know, protesters and what they're saying in Portland and what they said in our nation's capital just this weekend. Then we'll get to your calls for Leo and Sergeant Penny. I'm at the point where I'm ready to put these police in the grave. I'm at the point where I want to burn the White House down. Take it to the senators. I want to take it to the Congress. I want to take the fight to them. And at the end of the day, if they ain't gonna hear us, we burn them the f- down. I'm one that talk real. I talk it in New York, and I 
see it. The same way I f police up in New York, I f cops up here in DC. Don't give a rip that a fascist blah, blah, blah died tonight. You know, bus police heads open. I did it here. I did it there. I'll do it everywhere. Anyway, we continue. We'll get to your calls uh, in a minute here. Leo Terrell at the Leo Terrell on Twitter. Sergeant Demetric Penny is with us. Sergeant Penny, we left it off with you. Well, that's your profession. Yes. Those are your colleagues. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Absolutely, Sean. And that is sickening to hear. But I can tell you, most of those clowns that's on stage doing that, most of those clowns are just there to rile up the crowd. They don't actually get out there and get on the front lines and do nothing. They weak. <laughs> they don't do that. So the reality is all they're going to do is gas everybody up in the community to come out there, and they're going to attack the police, and the police don't respond. The police are going to respond, and, and those guys are going to be nowhere in sight. That's the reality <laughs> of what really happened. I want people to start being smart. Listen, we got to stop playing games with people's lives. I say this all the time because the reality is, People want to live. They want to live comfortable in their lives, but ain't nobody going out there to, to get themselves hurt or to get themselves killed. Now you've seen all these radical protests that have happened, and now you see the news playing these clips of people with their eyes shot off from pepper balls, people that, that say they got asthma problems from the, from the mace. But guess what? You knew it was radicalized protests before you went there. They knew what it was. So we can't even – can, I don't even like entertaining that nonsense because all they're doing is putting a, a, a black eye on themselves. Look, our officers, it's unfortunate that they have to deal with this. But people are finding out, as we, as we see right now today, as these, as these murder rates continue to go up, people are finding out that they need their police. You cannot operate in this, in this society without their police. And people realize that now. Sean, we, can't, we, we are not playing games with this anymore. Law enforcement as a whole, these guys, or, or they're run down, they're, they're, they're beat up. But you know what? They still, they still do their job every day. They go to work ready to defend this country because that's what they were, that's what they were, were trained to do. This is a, a, a mentality that not everybody can have, and not, especially not people in Congress. It's unfortunate that you have these leaders that don't understand what police officers deal with from, from the state level and federal level. They don't understand. So when people even start even talk about minimizing resources to, to law enforcement, when they start talking about uh, uh, defunding police, they don't know. They don't even know what they're voting for for themselves, because the reality is, when it pops off, you want the police to show up. And when they by the way, I always ask right. this question: What are you going to do? What are you going you to do? do when somebody breaks into your house and wants to bring harm to you and your children, or grandma or grandpa? Now, with all due respect, Sergeant, I know what I'm going to do. My first, um, first thing I'm going to do is not reach for my phone, and I will protect. Uh, the people of my life that I love, I will protect my family, and I will, and I and I'm capable of doing that and more. Uh, you better have what is the average person going to do? People that don't like, listen, and you don't have to fi have a firearm necessarily. There's new non-lethal. There are I've I, if I promote them again, they're going to kill me because I, I'm just a customer. I have purchased non-lethal. Uh, weapons that are extraordinarily effective. And that would be my first line of defense, to be honest, if I could use that. But I have the other also available. Well, I'll tell you, Sean, on, what's dog. amazing... Talk to me, man. What, what's, what's, what's amazing is that all these celebrities and politicians who are talking about defunding the police, 
Oh, they they believe in the Second Amendment. They're well armed. They have private security. Uh, the city private council security. president of L.A. <laughs> she had a twenty four seven police protection, but she wants to defund the police. So they want to defund the police for the average American citizen. But they love the Second Amendment. They're heavily armed, guarded, and secure. That's the hypocrisy of the Democratic Party. All right, let's get so to our phones for Leo and Sergeant Penny. Uh, we'll start with big time AJ Houston, Texas. What's going on, baby? AJ, how are you? Time, Sean Hannity. My What's family's growing on, down in Houston, AJ. Got a lot of family oh, and it's growing. It's getting bigger. Maybe on. I'm headed to Houston to hang with you. Come on. We waiting on you, Big Daddy. We waiting on you. Uh, so hey, what's going on? Hey, hey, I want to say hello to your great guest. And Leo, welcome to the family, baby. Welcome to the family. Thank you. Thank Good you. God yeah. Almighty. Good God Almighty. Hey, there's some big time. By the way, I can't, I can't not jump in. Hey, uh, big time. With God, obviously all things are possible. Leo 2.0. There you go. Come on, Sean. Hey, by the way, through prayer and fasting, look at what has happened to Leo. God is good, Sean. God is good, baby. Amen. Hey, hey, he bring us. He bring the right. When you got this common sense to make your mind up, God will guide you in the right way. Come on, big time, Leo. You the man. Big you time. the man. <laughs> oh boy. All right, big time, hey, AJ. Wait, wait, wait. All right, real quick. Go ahead. Hey, for the idiots now. You know, as a black man, you know, they call me a white man on the radio. They say I'm a white man acting black. You know, on the Joe Pag show and everything, they call me a white guy. Do they but really say Leo, that? I mean, no, black folks do not think the way that guy talking. Black folks, the real black folks, we we want to work, take care of our families. We ain't got time for all that hokey jokey what they doing. And <laughs> but big time, what listen to me, this? big time. I, I don't like this divide anything anymore. We're, we're supposed to be, I believe we're all created by one God. I think we all agree with that, right? right? The same God. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Right? We're, we're right. supposed to be hey. one one glorious nation under God, and say the word God, one united American family. We all have the same interest. Don't we all want safe schools, a nice neighborhood? We want, you know, right, we want right. to we want right, to live in a right. place we can raise our kids and work hard and and our hard work pays off and we can have a decent car and a decent house and you know, take a vacation when the kids are six, suffer through Disney as a parent, but the kids love it. <laughs> and we all want the same stuff in life. Big time, big time. I want to, I want to say this too. You, you, you from Houston? I'm from Acres Home. That's, that community. Oh, awesome, baby. Acres Home, baby. Acres Home, baby. Hey, awesome. But, but, but the, I used but to the take reality, my little league over there and play. <laughs> the reality hey, big time, is, until quick. we start talking about policy, until we start talking about policy and the interest that's going to improve our community, is going, is we're going to continue to have the status quo. So that's why I'm coming in here to fight for the interests of the people. I hope you're telling everybody about me down there now. Oh, oh, definitely. And you know we got Sheila Jackson Lee over uh, down here. And you know, know her district. I know. Uh-huh. And, and they keep voting for them. I keep telling them, don't keep putting these people in office. People, they don't mean you no good. Oh, and at the, th- at the same time, that uh, I call her Camellia. 
I call her Camila. What is this? We going to riot after the uh, oh, elections man. and before the election. What the heck? That's not no man. bringing people together. That's no, dividing. And the Democrat convention did the same thing. They divided. And I love Trump convention. Oh, God. And he's in the Kenosha right now. And watch what the media try to do to him as he go there. That idiot mayor don't want him. It's all Democrat states. It ain't happening oh, here. That's it. it ain't happening that's in Republican it. states. Black folks, this is the message, and I'm going to let y'all go, big guys. Black folks, white folks, all folks, all God people, do not let these liberals divide us any more than we already is. November the 3rd, let's put Trump back in there. Let's rebuild our city, and let's make America great again like it was before the Chinese hit that virus on us with the Democrats' help. I'm sorry. It is what it is. Mm. It's just the media it don't want to say it. All right, big time, AJ. We love you. Thank you. Make uh, that let's a get Big time. Let's get back to our busy phone. Steve, Connecticut, with Leo Terrell, Sergeant Demetric Penny. What's going on? Hey, Sean, how are you? You've been giving I'm us good, some sir. How are you? Numbers. I'm doing great. You've been giving us some polling numbers. Let me give you the visual. I'm an airline pilot. I've been flying to these blue cities. Let's start with San Francisco. Two and a half months ago, BLM signs all over the place, on the front lawns. You know the area, like uh, going to the Golden Gate Bridge. Those oh, yeah, very nations. well. Every one of them had a, you know, a BLM sign out there. You know, they'd have uh, anti-police sign. Let's fast forward now. Is there a week ago? They're all gone. They rolled well, you, them you, all you, you heard the tape. If we can pull this up of people saying, get out of our get, you know, get out of our house. Just strangers walking through your neighborhood. Um, yes. and, and, you know, look, if they, that's not ideal in this every single day. I've been in the public eye for 33 years. I can handle it. But let me tell you, the average grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, kid, we're going to traumatize kids because anarchists are walking through the neighborhood telling people to get out of their own homes and leave their own homes, that their homes are going to be taken from them. Listen. Bop into us marching. Look at all those people fighting for justice. Funny as Good old time, just a second ago when the drums and everything else was going. But now that the heat's on you, you can't take it. Well, guess what? Get the f- out the kitchen and move out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Get the f- out the kitchen and move out. Get it back to black back people. To get it back to black people. Fire! Fire! Death for fire! 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 I can only take so much of that, but that's what they're saying, Steve. Yeah, Sean, I could see it. You know, I've been flying to these blue cities, and the, they, they overplayed their hand. I think the average person, now again, we're not winning California, and it's, San Francisco is a crazy liberal city, but that city is a shell of a city, and the people that are living there are starting to look around and go, what has taken place here? They marched through the streets, they destroyed the bodegos, the little mom-and-pop shops, and I think a lot of people decided, who am I supporting now? And they're changing I'm telling what you, I, Look, I mentioned this earlier. People are leaving New Jersey. People are leaving New York. They're leaving Illinois, Chicago. They're leaving L.A., San Francisco. They're leaving Seattle and Portland. Goodbye. Right. And I, right. my only admonition is don't bring your stupid liberal policies and ruin the next state you're going to. <laughs> Amen. 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 We don't want them in Texas. Amen. All right. I agree. Uh, anyway, thanks, Steve. Uh, Leo, you live in liberal Los Angeles. The only thing great I love about Los Angeles at this point is In-N-Out Burger. 
Well, I'll tell you right now, Sean, I got news for you. After Trump wins the election, we need to recruit new Republican candidates to take over these Democratic cities and please improve the schools. Donald Trump has said school choice is the number one civil rights action. I, as a civil rights attorney, agree. We need to take over these Democratic cities. 20 seconds each. Sergeant Penny, how does this election end? Well, that election ends. The presidential election then with President Trump winning, I believe, because you have these these radicalized agendas that are happening across the country. Also, in that, you're going to see a lot of coattails. I think what you're going to see is, especially for communities like mine that are always looking for, that are looking for an opportunity to succeed, now they have an opportunity to have a leader that's going to step in and promote all the issues that, that directly relate to this community, from education, economic development, jobs, crime. Who better can, can address these issues than me? Me in comparison to a 28-year, 85-year-old incumbent that's been in there forever. See, the people realize that. And I think this is where this change in, in, in society is going to occur during this election. The 117th Congress is the most important Congress in the, in, that, we, that we've seen in a long time. This is going to be the one to make the decision. And people got to realize, right. yes, the, the president's Leo? election is important. Yes. They got to remember John, the this, what, what we got to do is very simple. I mean, I got to finish getting. Well, first of all, I have to get my book, Love Free or Die. But we have every American has to work as hard as President Trump and work 24 7 to get him elected. And the shift is happening right now. And we have to keep working hard and tell others to vote for Trump. We have to expand his base because his base will come out and he's going to win the election. He's going to pull the inside straight as he did in 2016. All right, Leo Terrell, uh, Sergeant Penny, thank you both. 800-941-SEAN. When we come back, Don Jr., uh, we'll talk about the election, the impact of four years this uh, presidency's had on him and his whole family, and uh, much more. As we continue, we'll also get to your calls. News Roundup, Information Overload Hour coming. Don't forget, live free or die, 40% off Amazon.com. We'll continue. All right, live free or die, America, the world on the brink. You're the ultimate jury in just 63 short days. That's when you decide and the stakes couldn't be higher. And that's what we've been talking about. It is that this is it is that stark a choice. There's never been a bigger choice election in your lifetime. There never will be either. The stated policies of radicalized Bernie Sanders socialism, this insane Green New Deal that Biden's pledging trillions towards uh, the efforts to, to well, let's let's reimagine what a police force is going to look like and defund the police or reallocate the funds and police become the enemy. I mean, it's madness. Never mind the fact that we've got to be honest. Does Joe Biden have the strength, the stamina, the mental alertness and acuity to be the president of the United States? I know nobody in the mob and the media will ask these questions. They asked it of John McCain. They asked it of Reagan in 84. If Biden was ever elected, he'd be older on day one than Reagan was on the last day of his second term when he left office. Anyway, just a few reminders. Joe's struggling. By the way, he took one day out yesterday, did one city, one trip, and he's back taking his little nappy in his basement bunker again today, taking no questions at all yesterday. Here's a little bit of uh, the ever forgetful Joe. If you agree with me. Go to Joe 30330. I'm here to ask you for your help. Where I come from, you don't get far unless you ask. My name's Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. 
Look me over. If you like what you see, help out. If not, vote for the other guy. Give me a look, though, okay? We choose truth over facts. Play the radio. Make sure the television, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. I was a Democratic caucus. You ever been to a caucus? No, you haven't. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. You said you were, but you're... you're... So, folks, you want to nominate a Democrat, a lifelong Democrat... A proud Democrat, an Biden Obama Democrat. Because we cannot get reelect, we cannot win this reelection. Excuse me, we can only reelect Donald Trump. I hope you'll all join us. Together, I think we can win back the House. We're going to keep the House, increase it, and flip the Senate. There's a large portion of the union workers that are gun enthusiasts, and you are actively trying to diminish our Second Amendment right and take away our guns. You're forced. No one is in a position where they have a significant financial disability as a consequence of this SARS, of this particular crisis. We can do that. We did that. We've been through this before with the coronavirus. We've been through this before. Excuse me. We've been through this before with uh, dealing with the viruses that the N1H15, as well as what happened in Africa. One way they get inspired is by great leaders who are you know, called us to peel our better angels from Abraham Lincoln to all the way, you know, to FDR, to to uh, John Kennedy, uh, Barack, et cetera, Barack. We have to take care of the cure. That will make the problem worse no matter what. No matter what. <laughs> Excuse me. You know, you're supposed to cough into your elbow. I don't know, sir. That's, I learned that actually covering your White House. That's, that you no, did. I, Actually, actually, that's true. But fortunately, I'm alone in my home. But that's okay. Why doesn't he just act like a president? That's a stupid way to say it. You know, Donald Trump was asked. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I probably best I don't. And what we have done is the reason why most of the world has repaired to us, particularly after World War Two, is because of who we are as a nation. We the people. We hold these truths, etc. Sounds corny, but it's real. We, we hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. Uh, created by you know you know the thing. And uh, and and by the way, we on crack. Come on, man. You a junkie? Anyway, Donald Trump Jr. Uh, I've now been thumbing through what will be a a top bestseller. It's called Liberal Privilege. It's just out now. Joe Biden and the Democrats' Defense of the Indefensible. Uh, Chapter 2 of this book is called Unfit to Serve. Uh, Well, I can think of a guy that's been there 50 years, uh, uh, Donald Trump Jr., and I can't think of a single accomplishment that that identifies Joe Biden with anything successful. Oh, man! I agree, Sean. Uh, it's it's almost embarrassing. I mean, I know guys that take a little time to warm up. Like, when you open up your radio show, it takes you about six or seven seconds, and you're in full swing. Joe Biden's had half a century, and he still hasn't delivered. I mean, he's the media's dream, Sean, because they can sell to middle America that this is, you know, moderate blue-collar Joe from Scranton. He's not moderate, he's not blue-collar, and he's not from Scranton. He left when he was eight years old. Uh, but they're going to use him as this vessel to sell to the American people that he's somehow a moderate. But you're not a moderate with Kamala Harris as your VP. You're not a moderate 
with Beto, hell yeah, I'm going to take your AR-15, O'Rourke, as your guns are. And you're sure as heck not a moderate with the Bernie Sanders Joint Unity Platform on his website, which is like a combination of the Green New Deal and the Communist Manifesto wrapped up into one incredibly idiotic package. That's what you have from Joe Biden. You have a guy that literally can't get through it, Sean. I mean, honestly, it's sad. But it's not sad enough that we should give him the nuclear football. I mean, that's the real problem. It's, it's scary that this guy can't remember where he is. He can't remember what he's talking about. He confuses basic concepts. When he's doing some of these softball interviews, Sean, he, he literally is panicking, looking at notes off to the side. You see the eyes flickering like a deer in the headlights, just in total panic. I mean, this is a guy that's been doing it for half a century. He can't get through an interview without help. How is this guy possibly going to run the country? But he's not. So, you know, I wrote the book because it's all the things that guys like you and me talk about, but virtually no one in mainstream media where so many people are getting their news, no one's talking about these things. No one's talking about the fact that Joe Biden has had two brain aneurysms. He's had explosions in his brain that required brain surgery. And then... When he can't remember where he is, the media's like, oh, no, there's no cause and effect. There's nothing to see here. Imagine we got the same treatment as Joe Biden. It would oh, you be mean like quid pro quo, Joe? You're not getting yeah. a billion taxpayer dollars unless you fire the prosecutor investigating my zero experience son paid uh, millions of dollars. You got six hours. Son of a B, they did it. By the way, you might not know this. Uh, we'll have more with John Solomon at the bottom of the hour. This just broke. Uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of it, but this shouldn't surprise you. Headline from justthenews.com, State Department to release memos detailing, they've now been released to Solomon, detailing illegal uh, social media monitoring of Americans. And it goes on to say the Freedom of Information Act shows uh, efforts to monitor social uh, media, Fox News personalities, Hannity, Ingram, Dobbs, as well as uh, the president's son, Don Jr. Uh, here we go again. Here we go again. You know what? Let me guess. I, I have a feeling there's going to be nothing <laughs> to see there. Now, if you were doing that to the Obama administration, imagine George Bush did this to incoming Barack Obama, lied, you weaponized his FBI, for the first time in 240 years plus, broke one of the great traditions of America, the peaceful transition of power. You know, it would be the biggest scandal in American political history. All of a sudden, people have no interest in this, Sean, and that's why I wrote Liberal Privilege, because that's the quintessential example. They can do whatever they want, and there's no accountability. Hunter Biden can take millions, they take a billion five from China, from the government, not like a Chinese company. A actual government-run entity gave $1.5 billion to Hunter Biden. You know what that means in a typical fund? Like a fund structure is 2% management fee. Just, just the 2% management fee, before we even talk about profits, on $1.5 billion is $30 million a year. That's one hell of a salary, Sean. You think Joe Biden's going to be tough on China? He hasn't been yet in his 50-year career. He sent them jobs. Joe Biden should be running for president of China because he's done a lot more for China than he has for America. But the media is going to utilize him as this sort of sock puppet vessel to try to hoodwink the American public, the hardworking men and women of this country. No, it's moderate Joe. But you're, you're not getting Joe. You're getting Kamala. You're getting AOC. You're getting Bernie. That's their big laugh. That's what they're pushing these days, and that should scare all of us. And the fact that no one in the media will question any of these things uh, should scare us even more, because the media as an institution is over. It's dead. Well, it's been dead. I actually said it, believe it or not, in 2007 and eight. I said journalism in America is dead. It's dead. It's gone. It's buried. And it's worse than that. I mean, they're the biggest financial donors to all things radical extreme socialist. 
you know, but they spent four years lying about your father, your family. They've torn this country to shreds, and then they claim that uh, they don't like divisiveness. That's all they've been is yeah. divisive. They, don't they push like, they don't lies and slander and conspiracy theories one after another, Don Jr., and you've been a big part of it all. Yeah, they don't like divisiveness, uh, you know, but they didn't take in the week-long I Hate America Zoom call that was the DNC. Not one person mentioned rioting, looting, or vandalism. Now, if you open up your business to feed your family, they're going to arrest you. They're going to take away your business license. They're going to fine you. But if you loot someone else's business, you get a pass. I mean, that is the Democrat platform today, Sean. That's the liberal privilege that they can get away with. I mean, imagine any other time in, hist- in world history, let alone American history, where that's become acceptable, a mainstream party essentially turning a blind eye to crime, to theft, to violence. Now, you can't go to work. You'll get fined. You can't go to school. They're not open, but they want to get paid, obviously. They don't even want it. The teacher's union doesn't even want to do online learning anymore, let alone in-person learning, while, while BLM and defund the police. Police have become part of the teachers' union platform. You sure as heck can't go to church. You got fined for that too. People got tickets for going to church. But if you want to loot, riot, vandalize, commit arson, no problem. NPR, National Public Radio, did a segment justifying looting. Say you know, the case for looting, Sean. They're, they're making excuses for this when it's going on for weeks on end. When no one's denounced it, when they've let it happen, then Donald Trump says, "Hey, you need reinforcements to help your police agencies that have been run over." Oh my God, Donald Trump is inciting them. I go, "Well, why? Because there's there you sending reinforcements? What about the five weeks of nonstop rioting that happened prior to those enforcements being reinforcements being sent? Is that also Donald Trump's fault, or are you guys just full of garbage?" You know, it's really sad. I don't know if you saw the front page of the the. Drug- report. Oh, now your dad has to deny that he had a series of strokes. Your, your father tweeted out, never ends. Now they're saying that your favorite president, me, went to Walter Reed Medical Center having suffered a series of many strokes. Never happened to this candidate. Fake news. Uh, and yeah. that is how desperate. There's a level of desperation now that has kicked in here, right? It, it's it's absolutely insane. I mean, that goes to show you. That's why it's so important for your listeners to hear this. You know, if you know people on the fence, get liberal privilege because they're all of these stories. This this is the Biden story, the Democrat story, all of the things that, if there was a mainstream media, this would be their obligation under their stated profession to talk uh, about it's these just things, a lie. to let the American public know, to inform them. But they refuse to do it. So this book is really designed for those who are on the fence. Once they see it, once they realize that Joe Biden is the ultimate swamp monster he's been there for 50 years by the way 50 years hang on it's called liberal privilege joe biden and the democrats defense of the indefensible Uh, just to finish the circle here the president's doctor said no not true fake news the president did not have any issues involving a stroke mini stroke or any heart emergency but that doesn't stop the mob Liberal privilege, Joe Biden and Democrats' defense of the indefensible will continue on the other side. More with uh, Donald Trump Jr., new book out today. All right, as we continue, Donald Trump Jr. with us. Uh, All right, his new book, Liberal Privilege, Joe Biden and the Democrats' defense of the indefensible. You know, you think about this. They care about obstruction, but not Hillary's subpoenaed emails. They care about Russia, but not Hillary's dirty Russian misinformation dossier that she paid for. They, th- they would be screaming bloody murder if a Republican ever spied on them, but they say nothing about your father being spied on during his campaign deep into his presidency. They qu- care about quid pro quos, but not Joe. They're just liars, 
and the media mob and the Democrats, they speak in one voice. And you're right. They defend the indefensible. It's it's sad. They they do it time and time again. I mean, you saw the quick flip. All of a sudden, you know, the media. It's all Trump's fault. What what's what's Trump's fault? The riots. But wait a minute. For three months, I've been hearing that these are peaceful protests. What what happened? Oh, what happened? Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo said it on CNN that it's affecting the Democrats in the polls. And then magically, minutes later, now they're all of a sudden taking the corollary. They're doing the opposite approach. And the media is carrying their water for them. I'm seeing these stories. Donald Trump has totally not denounced it. New York Times. Donald Trump refuses to denounce the riots. Why has only Joe Biden done so? I'm like, what? Are, like, are, you, are you serious? They're really doing it. Sean, like, they're really doing it. They are a parody of themselves. I can't tell today if I'm reading The Onion or The New York Times or The Babylon Bee. They're all the same, uh, except at least two of those are intentionally trying to be funny and create satire. It's embarrassing, and, and that's the problem. You know, for the guy that's working hard, lady working hard, puts, you know, watches five minutes of news a day, that's the warped, insane lens that they're getting their information from, and it's all negative against no. Trump, almost 100% of it. All right, Donald Trump Jr.'s new book, Liberal Privilege, Joe Biden and the Democrats' Defense of the Indefensible, uh, just out today. Bookstores everywhere, Amazon.com, Hannity.com. Donald Trump Jr., thank you for being with us. Uh, We'll talk often. Uh, we got 63 days to go. The American people will decide this, and I'm praying they make the right choice. Thank you, sir. As am I, Sean. Thanks for having me on, as always. Thank you. 800-941-SEAN, toll-free telephone number. Thanks, Scott Shannon. News Roundup information overload. 40% off today, by the way. Amazon.com, bookstores everywhere. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. So we actually added up how long it would take if we played all of the Biden gaffes. And it's about now we're up to 10 straight minutes. I mean, I will play it one day in total so you can, like, record it. But I can't do it all now. So we just have the latest version with the more recent gaffes. Uh, And by the way, poor little Joe, the frail, the weak, the forgetful Joe Biden. Times doesn't know the day of the week, the office he's running for. Uh, Certainly doesn't know his past positions on fracking, as we pointed out yesterday. Uh, But this is the more recent version of the forgetful Joe who had to take the day off today. Because Joe, he had a very hard day yesterday. He actually did one campaign stop and got booed. Uh, very little enthusiasm anywhere he shows up. And then he lied about fracking, as he always does. And then he screwed up again uh, on his, you know, off-the-cuff comments, and he took no questions. He's taken less than 50 questions since March. Here's the more recent gaffe, but we don't have time for the extended one. Why the hell would I take a test? Come on, man. Oh, That's like saying you, before you got in this program, if you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not, what do you think, huh? Are, are you a junkie? What you- I, am, uh, I am very willing to let the American public judge my physical and mental, fil- my physical as well as my uh, mental fil- uh, fitness. Uh, uh, Unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community. And I had a nurse at, at uh, nurses at uh, Walter Reed Hospital who would bend down and whisper in my ear and go home and get me pillows. They would make sure they'd actually probably nothing ever taught in uh, you can't do it in the COVID time, but they'd actually breathe in my nostrils to make me move. I think we have an opportunity to turn the the changing the climate, the 
generating a fundamentally green infrastructure supply of those N95 masks, excuse me, 96 masks. Six policy working groups, one on the economy, one on education, one you know, on there's only so right, There's only so much time in any given day. There's only so much time. Uh, we have breaking news. I mentioned it briefly at the top of the show. Uh, John Solomon, editor, editor-in-chief of uh, justthenews.com. Website is doing phenomenally well, by the way, and uh, we're, we're very happy for him. His book did phenomenally well. Here's the headline. State Department to release memos detailing illegal social media monitoring of Americans. Memos released under, under the Freedom of Information Act will show an effort to monitor social media of Fox News personalities Hannity, Ingram, Do- uh, Dobbs, as well as Oh, the president's son, Don Jr. By the way, this would be illegally monitoring. In other words, the details of which is illegal social media monitoring. John Solomon, breaking the story, joins us now. Well, I've asked you a lot over the years because I've been told and sources have repeated to me that I've been surveilled and I've been spied on. Uh, I know this. It's in the public domain. Forty five pages of Robert Mueller's, you know, uh, a team of uh, coup supporters that are asking questions about me. Uh, we know 1,300 of my private text messages were released, uh, which is a violation of my privacy rights. So why would I not be surprised the deep state is spying on all of us? Yep. Nope. This is uh, what we've asked many times. And uh, today, for the first time, we have the actual documents. March 27, 2019, the U.S. Embassy in Kiev sent to Washington, a request that the following names uh, have their social media accounts uh, monitored. I'll read you the exact email. Thank you. Below are some of the Twitter users with large followings whom we've seen tweeting or discussing on TV Ukraine-related issues over the past several days. They all have verified Twitter accounts that should be pretty easy to spot. Number one, Sean Hannity. Number two, Laura Ingram. Number three, Rudy Giuliani. Number four, Dan Bongino, number five, Sebastian Gorka, number six, John Solomon. The list goes down. There's 13 total. A few days after this was set into motion. How come I'm not? Why can't I be number 13 at least? Why do I always get to the top of the class? Thanks a lot. I'd rather be dead last on that list. I'd rather not be on the list. Yeah, well, it's very chilling to see these emails. It's clear that what they were doing in real time was monitoring what we were discussing when we were expressing our free speech rights to talk about these issues, Russia, Ukraine, other issues. And they were monitoring it in an effort to quickly counteract anything we were saying, to stomp out what we were saying. And eventually they get an email from Washington telling them, hey, guys, you can't monitor Americans. State Department can't. It violates the Privacy Act. And then they're told to shut it down and stop. And um this is something that's been rumored for over a year. Tom Fitton did some great work at Judicial Watch. His lawsuit today freed these documents. And for the first time, we have confirmation of the State Department getting involved in, you know, a mini espionage project looking at uh, journalists uh, like yourself and myself uh, uh, illegally and properly, all so they can protect their bureaucracy. That's what this was about. Uh, they forgot I'm a member of the media. They don't know that I'm the entire newspaper. Yeah. You know what's so offensive about all of this? is, uh, do you remember when, uh, what was her name, Ambassador Yovanovitch? I, I could barely pronounce her name at the time. My, my discussion right. of her was minimal. I, I honed yep. in and focused very exhaustively on quid pro quo Joe and zero experience Hunter. You 
you know, because of you have an entire investigative team at justthenews.com, you are going a lot deeper into a lot of issues involving Ukraine. Now, we also have the DNC operative, uh, Alexandra Chalupa, Chalupa, we now know, met right. at the, uh, Ameri- the Ukrainian embassy in D.C., and according to Politico in January of 2017, they were looking for dirt on Trump and Trump associates, correct? They're, they're, they were. They were trying to put together uh, a dossier on Paul Manafort uh, to try to connect him to wrongdoing in Ukraine and Russia so that it would boomerang around on the Trump campaign. And that occurs in the same you know, March-April 2016 timeframe as the early actions that we now know in George Papadopoulos uh, being intercepted or meeting with people in Rome and in London, uh, uh, the Alexander Downer having a conversation with Papadopoulos, Carter Page being invited to various events in London where he ultimately gets spied on. Uh, this, these are happening at the same time. That's where they're important. One of the interesting things in these emails today, because you just mentioned Ambassador Yovanovitch, is the original search terms. What were they trying to do? You can tell from the search terms. They were trying to protect the uh, reputation of the U.S. ambassador. Here are the five search terms. Yovanovitch spelled one way. Yovanovitch spelled a different way with a common misspelling. Ukraine ambassador, Ukrainian ambassador, Ukraine Soros, meaning George Soros. The five people or the five terms they wanted either dealt with Marie Yovanovitch or the liberal super donor, George Soros. Interesting that that would be something of concern to the embassy. Um, so that these emails, as I'm going through, clearly show uh, the monitoring was designed to counteract stories about the ambassador, counteract stories about George Soros, counteract stories about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and, and Burisma. Uh, and the question for the American public is, why would the State Department have to worry about these things? If they were doing their job, there's nothing to fear. If these stories are out there, the documents are out there. Uh, this, is a, this is something I think we're going to learn a lot more about in the next few weeks, uh, Sean. I don't think this is the final salvo of what was going on. The thing that most people don't know, I mean, it's actually, I actually used these words to you one day, and I remember the call, and I remember that you, you were silent for a little while and kind of absorbing when I was trying to communicate to you. I said... These are not normal times. I was saying John Solomon. I mean, you know, are exposing the deep state and FISA abuse and and literally all that has gone on with people at the highest levels of power uh, within the deep state. That would be the Department of Justice, FBI, intelligence communities. You know, Schumer famously saying they'll get you six ways in Sunday if you dare to take them on. And what I said to you was, it's now officially dangerous what you are doing for a living. And I was not wrong in what I said. And people don't understand that, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars have and will be spent in the future for the purpose of taking all of us out. And that's what they do. And they monitor and they do things. And we've only begun to touch the surface of how uh, things like this have gone on. Listen, this is the second time in a week we know that a government agency was monitoring social media. We learned last Friday again because of a great lawsuit by Judicial Watch that the FBI and Pete Strzok specifically was monitoring and analyzing the tweets of President Trump. What does the FBI have to do with tweeting? These are First Amendment protected privileges, whether the president exercises them, I exercise them, you exercise them. These are not things that government officials should be focused on. They should be focusing on diplomacy of the State Department, crimes of the FBI. 
But there's this fascination that at the end of the Obama administration going forward, at least, maybe it began earlier, but certainly at the end of the Obama administration, to start to look at First Amendment protected activities and, and potentially infringe on them. And I think this is a troubling trend. I, when you said danger, I now know what you mean, because every day we're learning more about how long the reach of government is into our personal lives. Let me ask you this. You've always been predicting that John Durham and his investigation that will begin to see some significant developments after Labor Day. Are you still on that timeline? Yeah, I mean, I think the first one already occurred, right? I always said just before, just after Labor Day, we saw the Kevin Kleinsmith plea deal. That's important. That plea deal lists information or another crime. It says that prior to Kleinsmith doctoring the documents, Back in the summer of 2016, before Donald Trump was elected, the FBI was told that Carter Page was a CIA asset, and they failed on three occasions to tell the court before Kevin Kleinsmith doctored the document. That's another crime. They knew something that was exculpatory that was supposed to be required. They didn't tell the court. So John Durham has signaled there are other crimes he's looking at right now. Whether we learn about those in a report, an indictment, another plea deal, uh, there's a lot of activity going on behind the scenes. It's hard to tell what's going to come next. But I do expect uh, this month, September, now that we just hit September, that we'll see some more developments, what they are. There could be an interim report. There could be one or two more criminal cases being brought. Uh, but the investigation is extremely active. You know, great work as uh, always, John Solomon. Um, and I, I hope the people are held accountable. And I've said this often, and I'll repeat it, that if we don't, if the laws are not applied equally, if we don't have equal justice, you might as well take your Constitution, burn it or shred it, because it'll be meaningless. It is the foundation of our entire democratic republic and the rule of law. And if it's not applied equally, then we don't have equal justice. We have a banana republic. Great work. Now, it's justthenews.com. We'll have more on this uh, investigation tonight on Hannity 9 Eastern. As always, I hope you set your DVR. Thank you, John Solomon. Thanks, Sean. You know, a lot of people would think... Uh, Look at Linda. She's just shaking her head. Why do I know you? That's what you're thinking right now. Why am I associating with you? Why I'm, you know, it, I mean, it's, like it's just it's living in my orbit. I mean, this is what my day. This is this is my average day, and you know oh, as I much know. as anybody. I do indeed. Every it's, day um, dealing with a pile of dog whatever from yep. either the mob and the media trying to destroy you, the millions of dollars spent to mm -hmm. destroy every conservative. And then you got mm -hmm. these guys that have abused power and are corrupt and turn the power of the state against, you know, people that are members of the press. I truly and honestly am appalled by what I am seeing, not by just the rioters and people who hate our country filling our streets and just casting aside lives like they just don't matter. I mean, even if I didn't agree with somebody, no matter who it was, I would mourn a loss of life. And I just, it's callous. And this sort of like ridiculous overreach and surveillance and what they've done to people, just regular people like you, like, yeah, you might be a TV host and a radio host, but you're an American citizen. You have really? every right to have an email, a phone number. I mean, the 57 well, pages I don't of have text messages. Wait a minute. I don't have no, an email I'm saying, anymore. Like, for years, I don't Sean, have access to know? any social media. How many guards do, do I have? How many guards do we have on my social media accounts now, including you're one of them? Yeah, I mean, but the problem is that that's all response to illegal surveillance, to illegal overreach. 
all of this, the minimization, the getting rid of cell phones, the getting rid of emails, the getting rid of social media access, it's a response to the egregious behavior of what should be a democracy. It's disgusting. Uh, there should be privacy. There's not. And it's sad that, you know, my, my best friends and, and my family have to read this crap. Uh, but anyway, I love my country more. Let's just be honest. It's not the worst thing. Yep. In the world. I'm not getting shot at. Had so many people fight, bleed, die, sacrifice everything so we can live free. And, but they're taking away our freedoms as we speak. It's scary. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Hope you'll say DVR Hannity, Fox News, each weeknight, 9 p.m. Eastern. Loaded up tonight. Oh, got to love the story about Nancy Pelosi opening up her salon and getting a wash and blowout. Well, <laughs> no salons are allowed to open in San Francisco. Uh, loaded up, we've got uh, Tom Cotton, Dan Bongino, Geraldo, Leo. Just 63 days as of today until you are the ultimate jury. It matters. We'll continue tonight. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for being with us.